1: Yeah, like when Bill O'Brien was GM of the Texans and the head coach. Like, imagine trying to wear those two hats at once. It feels like a lot. So going back to the Texans, they've had some questionable moves, at least when it comes to their front office decisions. So I think that's my biggest question mark going forward is, can a franchise that's really made some poor decisions come back and win over our trust with some of the decisions that they've made? Because – This is a big year for them, like not, Mm -hmm. you know, in the short term. But the fact that they had two very high draft picks that now uh, are going to be their future. They have C.J. Stroud and they have Will Anderson Mm -hmm. Jr. from the University of Alabama. So you look at this roster and you think to yourself, who's even on this team because Mm -hmm. all the people I knew, it feels like are not even on this team anymore. So you had to go down the list and like reacquaint yourself with the new Houston Texans. But I'll say this, like they're young. It's a bunch of new people. So maybe Mm -hmm. this is a fresh start for the Texans. But uh, yeah, it it was hard for me to make a case for the Texans to win the AFC South. I think it's going to be a lot of trying things out and a lot of youngsters.
0: Well, their win total at Bet MGM set at five and a half. It is way juice to the over, minus 150. The under is plus 115. They are nine to one to win the AFC South behind the Colts at plus 550. The Titans at plus 325 and the Jags at minus 155 to make the playoffs. Yes, plus 500. No, minus 700. I think the best thing for the Texans right now is stability. They need stability. They have had four head coaches in five years which is absolutely preposterous in the national football league bill o'brien romeo Crennel, david culley lovey smith and D'Amico Ryan's. so how in the world are you supposed to build something when you have that many head coaches in such a short amount of time they need D'Amico ryan's to set a standard to build a culture And at the very least, just have, again, some sort of stability where, okay, we know who our guy is and we're going to build around his vision.
1: Right. Or just let him have the job for a couple years. Like, if he's not an absolute train wreck and it looks like he is capable of running a team, you let Mm -hmm. him have a few years because that's the other thing in the NFL. Everybody has such a short leash these days, days that it's really hard for a coach to come in and establish his own way of doing things. So I don't think it's going to be a great season for the Texans. I think there are very few uh, silver linings here. What do we make of C.J. Stroud? Because we have seen this before Mm -hmm. where it's not the same for all young quarterbacks. Some quarterbacks go to terrible franchises, and it's really hard for them to succeed. And then other quarterbacks go further down in the draft. They get to wait behind an entrenched starter. They get to learn from the veteran. And maybe things go a little bit better for them. Do we think that C.J. Stroud... Uh, has what it takes to stick around in the NFL? Because I think that's the question mark. It's just, it's very hard for any quarterback, any young quarterback yeah. to come into the league and immediately be good. Do you think he can stick around? Because they have a lot of money invested in him. I'll say that. They do. So maybe they should give him a shot.
0: I I think so. I love C.J. Stroud at Ohio State, and I guarantee you, I'm going to call it right now, you know how players do this, I guarantee you he's going to say something about having a chip on his shoulder or about the haters because during or right before the NFL draft, you know how this is, there were all these question marks suddenly surrounding C.J. Stroud. I think he said something at the time. And what I love about Lubby Smith, by the way, before they let him go one and done, is that the Texans – Could have had the number one pick in the NFL draft, but they beat the Colts in the final game of the regular season, which was almost like Lovey Smith's middle finger to the franchise. Like, you know what? I know you hired me and you're going to fire me. I'm going to beat the Colts so that you drop down to number two. But I I, I do like that they went after C.J. Stroud. Now, they also got Will Anderson Jr., which you mentioned earlier. The question is, did they give up too much for him? Gave up a first, a second, and a third rounder. That is a lot to move up what you know, six, seven spots, whatever it was. So I think these are great draft picks. I love the talent. And Stroud in particular is a guy who you're gonna need to give him time just because sometimes you're only as good as the weapons around you. And the top three receivers from last season are not on the team. Brandon Cooks gone, went to the Cowboys, Chris Moore's gone. Jordan Aikens is gone, so they signed Robert Woods from your Titans. John Metchie III should be back. Drafted, (laughs) I know, drafted in the second round last year, but didn't play last season because he was diagnosed with leukemia. Going to be good to have him back. He is very talented. They signed Dalton Schultz from the Cowboys, so not great weapons around C.J. Stroud. So they're going to need to give him a little more time than some quarterbacks in the league just by virtue of the fact that who's going to throw to
1: I feel like i'm at like a parent teacher conference and you're searching for something nice to say about the kid and you just can't think of anything you're like well (laughs) you know they sit there quietly while we do Mm -hmm. the morning announcements you know they're really Mm -hmm. good at that so like do you have anything nice to say about the Texans? because i'm trying and i think maybe in a few years I do like the hire of D'Amico Rines. And you Mm -hmm. said this, like, I think he is the man for the job. Somebody who really wants to be there and somebody who maybe will take the defense to the next level, but still like, it's incredibly tough for a quarterback to come in with no pieces around him with an offensive line. That's ranked in uh, Mm -hmm. the bottom five and tried to do big things. I will say they have some good pieces on their offensive mm-hmm. line. Laramie Tunsil, once uh, infamous for wearing the weed mask or whatever it was on draft day. Still a oh, great yeah. offensive lineman and one of the premier uh, pass blockers in the NFL. So they have some good pieces. But the problem is in football, you can't just have a few good pieces. Every NFL team has a few good mm-hmm. pieces. You got to have a complete team of good pieces to contend. I will say the AFC South at least is somewhat weak. Like I don't see, you know, them True. running away with things and the Texans usually play the Titans very closely. Like we'll see some close games in the AFC South. So maybe they scratch off a few wins there. I don't know. Do you have anything nice to say?
0: No, you know what? I love, I love <laughs> bless when their hearts. Someone, Cause I bless their hearts. I, because I am a big believer and I do my best not to just, smack talk about people because it's easy to do that. Just talk smack about everyone. So Mm -hmm. that's just one thing I work on personally, but it's so funny to me to watch someone you've been in this situation, right? We all have where someone is trying to be diplomatic about Mm -hmm. another person, another team, and they're trying to come up with nice things to say. And I remember a consultant one time was trying to be nice about someone in our newsroom, and I'm not going to say who this person was or when this was, but the consultant says to me about this person, and this is a main anchor, says, this person is a good reader. I was oh, like, no. you mean literate? You're saying that the main anchor is literate? That's the best thing you can say? Not a ringing endorsement, but that's sort of the, the angle you have to take for the Texans, which is, I like to meet go Ryan's. He seems like a good guy. He took this job. And I will also say this defensively. One thing that really stands out about the Texans, which could be a huge issue, is if you look at their draft picks, Chelsea, from two years ago. Remember Derek Stingley Jr. out of LSU, Mm -hmm. total stud? They chose him instead of Sauce Gardner. Derek Stingley Jr. played in only nine games last year. Out of 116 qualified cornerbacks, He ranked 111th. So how must they feel looking at Sauce Gardner, already a stud, and Derek Stingley Jr. has a lot to prove. Also, on the offensive line, they chose Kenyon Green out of Texas A&M. He was dead last out of all qualified offensive linemen in the NFL. Allowed 47 quarterback pressures committed 12 penalties so they need that draft class from two years ago to show up as well
1: for sure and i think for the first guy you were talking about Derek stingley jr at least he only played nine games isn't that a bit of a small sample size so maybe there is still a good player in there somewhere because we see this for most rookies it takes a, a little bit of time but i'll say this at least the texans get to play the colts twice Uh, maybe there's a couple of wins. Like I said, they beat the Titans last year. So maybe they'll scratch off a couple of wins when we are not expecting it. But I think it's gonna be a rough season. Some of these games against the Ravens on the road, they get the Jags, you know, twice a year. I Mm -hmm. don't know, Jenks. Five and a half, especially since it's juice to the over. Somebody (laughs) believes in them.
0: I like hearing you talk,
1: well, they play the Colts. You know, that's, they're not great.
0: I mean, maybe they get the Jags. They can beat the Jags. I know. It's a tough road. Tough road talking about the Texans.
1: For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the Beck QL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.